0: Yo, this is
1: Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews, a Zach Sang
0: show exclusive podcast.
2: Hello, beautiful human, or ho, 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 beautiful human. Thanks for clicking on our conversation with Tori Kelly. She has a brand new album. It is a Tori Kelly Christmas. If you haven't listened, link in the description below. There's a llama on my sweater. I'm going to pet this llama until Tori joins us. It's so soft. Let's do this. I'm really excited to discuss this album because it got me in the mood. I was decorating my Christmas cactus behind me. And Wait, that's a cactus? Oh, that's what that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you think it was? It's very narrow with two arms. I don't
1: know. I just thought it was like g- random garlands, like hanging no.
2: <laughs> just hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. That's what I thought too.
1: So cute. Christmas
2: cactus?
1: I've never seen that in my life.
2: If you're preparing. or or creating a christmas album how far out do you need to begin like what is the timeline here
1: literally i think i started the process in july august no yeah like july well i i basically finished my ep I, i put out an ep this year and did the whole thing like in my studio and then uh, was talking to my team before I even put out the EP, and and we came up with the idea to do a Christmas album because we were like, okay, we're probably going to be in this quarantine situation for a minute, and touring's not going to necessarily be like normal again anytime soon. So why not? Like maybe this is the year to do a Christmas album. I was like, yeah, I'm super down. Like I had to wrap my head around that for a second, but then it just it just made sense because I've always wanted to do a Christmas album. Um, so yeah, it was probably I mean we were definitely like it was crunch time. like we because you know there's obviously deadlines for, yeah. with any other type of album you can just kind of keep pushing it until it makes sense. but obviously you know Christmas no. happens, so you have to
2: to release his album in March. <laughs> very weird.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean some some people were releasing in like September, like that's when like Christmas was starting. Oh
2: because now you under you have to learn this whole i call it like a subculture of music which are which is the people who choose to run the christmas race and it is like it goes to a, a different drum like it's not even just a different beat it's a different drum just to kind of like get it out there and service it properly and like how does it begin do you start with knowing what christmas songs you want to retell and then figure out how many originals you need to make? Or do you start with the originals and, and, and see how much you have in you and then yeah. fill in the rest?
1: Um, it's kind of both. At least for me, it was like you kind of – you kind of. I mean, for me, picking the songs was the hardest part, honestly, because I, I love so many different Christmas songs. And then you – like, it's tough because you don't want to be, like, too cliche and do, like, all the ones that – people would expect but then you also want to have just like just a nice blend of everything so um that was that was really hard for me just picking the songs but I think it I just tried to take a step back and view it as like a full picture and make sure everything just kind of meshed together but I had um the I, I did ended up with two originals three if you include the like the target exclusive version um and, uh, sorry, my dogs are being great. Stop. Hey, stop fighting. Come here.
2: Yeah, say hi. Come
1: here, say hi.
2: Lou says hi. He knows you. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay, bye. Um, no, but picking the songs was the hardest. I, I did have, uh, I had, like, some Zoom writing sessions. So, like, 25th was written over Zoom. Um, and. Oh, good,
2: by the way. Thank- I love that song.
1: Me too. I love it. That, that one was so fun. That was Casey Smith and Wendy Wang. The three of us wrote that one. Um, and then Wendy, like, killed the production, too. Like, she's, she's like, she plays, like, every instrument and just, like, produced the whole thing. I was like, what? Um,
2: but but also... Call for that. Do you Do you look for people who have never had a Christmas hit before? Do you <laughs> go to people who have? Because, like, it's a really small group of people who have, like, actually, you know, broken... The mainstream with a a brand new fresh christmas song
1: yeah it's no it's definitely i feel like writing a christmas song is like the hardest thing ever because there's so much pressure on it and i i just went to like the just good songwriters i wasn't thinking like okay who's someone who's like had a christmas hit um they they might have had christmas hits i actually don't know because like gifts that keeps on giving um i wrote with uh two amazing people who are like based in Nashville who do like a lot of country stuff. I was, cause I just love, I love like country writers. I think they just are such good songwriters. That was, that one is uh, Jimmy Robbins and uh Paul galleon.
2: Who's having a better year than Jimmy Robbins. I don't know this guy, but I know his name from every record, like this city and a bunch of others. Like yeah. who is ha- like, Jesus really yeah. Bravo to him.
1: Yeah, they they killed it. And so for those sessions, both of those sessions, I I, we had them already scheduled because I was just starting to get back into writing and I just like gave them the option. I was like, Hey, so like, I may or may not be working on a Christmas album. So we could do that. Or we could just write like, you know, to write like we can write a song, I kind of just threw it out there. And they both of those sessions, they were just like super down to go Christmassy
2: with me. Do you bring different energy to that session?
1: Cookies and uh, cookie Do you say
2: cookies? Yeah, <laughs> anything Christmas related?
1: <laughs> Energy like cookies. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think so. I don't think so. I think well, I was already. I felt like I was already kind of in Christmas mode, and yeah, we it didn't we didn't have to like really force anything. I think we all just like knew, like we just kind of got into the zone right away.
0: <laughs> What's the hardest part about writing a Christmas song? Because like there's only so much you can write about it's Christmas and I guess you don't want it to be too cheesy so how do you kind of tackle that
1: yeah that that was that was tough it was definitely a challenge and I remember so like for 25th I think we started with the title on that one because I remember saying like like I want to I want a Christmas song that like doesn't have like a, a typical title and we were just kind of like brainstorming ideas. And I was like, what if it was just like a number or something like that obviously implies Christmas, like the 25th. But I think we, we were brainstorming the title more on that one. And then we just kind of started messing with some chords and you can't, you can't really be afraid to go cheesy though, either, because it's like Christmas, you like, you kind of want it to be a little cheesy, you know? So that was the, the struggle for me was like fighting, that like making sure i didn't like make like making making sure that i was okay with like a little bit of you, you
2: know you did it so in the right way like the subtle the, the nods to all the other christmas songs in the lyrics i thought was really creative oh. um like uh i, I don't know it's, re, it's really good I, thank you i like it
0: I like yeah it i more. did notice that you said no more silent nights and you also put yeah. silent night as number one the first track on the album to do that on purpose
2: I, d-
1: I actually didn't I like when I was picking the the track order I just I go I'm all about like the feel so just like what I'll you know kind of have I'll usually have like my bookends like I knew I wanted it to start with like beautiful strings so I tried to mm. see which song fit and then I just go off of like okay I want a fast song here I want a slow song here and just go for the vibe but when once I like finalized it and then I realized that I was like oh wait that's kind of that's kind of funny. <laughs>
2: Is there a different approach to I mean there has to be writing an original compared to taking on and doing a retelling or a reimagination of a song? Like your mashup of Joy to the World and Joyful Joyful is phenomenal.
1: Thank you. Phenomenal.
2: (laughs) Should replace whatever else people are listening to right now.
1: Oh my gosh, thanks. That actually means so much because I was that so that was like an idea that I had for a while when I was, when I was trying to figure out what songs to put on, I knew I wanted a couple mashups, um, especially cause you like, there's all these Christmas songs. And I, I kind of wanted to put as many as I could. So I ended up with, um, there was the O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, mashed up with O Come, All You Faithful. And then, um, but I was, I was really trying to make the Joy to the World and Joyful, Joyful, like work because i hadn't really heard i hadn't heard that done before and i just i was just like wait this would be cool like it's in it could be in the same key it could work like it's i can make it like sound like a real mashup but i just didn't know i didn't even know like where to where to begin with it so what ended up happening was i just literally recorded my vocal acapella like i just i was like okay i hear i don't know what the chord should be i don't know like what the arrangement should be but i'm just i just know that i want it to like i want to sing it like this so i literally just like did like sang the song a cappella, no music i added like a couple backgrounds and then i sent it over to um to babyface because that wait have we even talked about babyface i mean like
2: so he's executive producing the whole album right
1: yes yeah yes.
2: yeah and obviously he's featured on let it snow but yeah it's
1: Throwing out, yeah i just sent us a baby face it was fine like he loved it um yeah he (laughs) so he did the whole album with me and which is like still so surreal to me because he's such a legend but he was so amazing at just taking i would do that quite a bit like i sent that um acapella one over and he would send back like a whole production like all like what you hear basically on the album like all the drums and all the different sounds and i was like (laughs) what so the vocal that you hear on the album is still the the same version like the acapella version that i sent him and then he he was really good at that though like i I would send him like little voice memos of just me playing guitar like sleigh ride was was a good example of that like i just i kind of had like an idea of what i wanted and like the groove and everything and i just sent him a voice memo and he sent back like a whole track so that was kind of the the style of, of recording that we did a lot
2: wild that's <laughs> that's crazy because,
1: just, just texting baby face it was it was crazy
2: well and the product <laughs> is flawless and the product is like the like beyond proper retelling of these stories i think it's they're so good and, and i'm not gonna lie like part of me was like slightly nervous because like christmas albums make people nervous a little bit like i, and not, I don't want to be like it d- to anybody like it is it really is and yeah. it, this was like elevated
1: Thank you. Oh, that man. means so much. I, I, mean, I was nervous too. It, it's like it's a big deal. I think to put out a Christmas album, at least for me, because I have just always dreamed about doing it, but I just never. It, I, I never knew like what I, what I wanted it to sound like. And then when Babyface said yes to, to producing it, I, I just knew it was gonna be like really, really special. Zach Sang Show.
2: Yo, I gotta hit pause real quick to tell you about Jackbox Games, guaranteed fun for everyone this holiday season. Jackbox Games, they are back with Jackbox Party Pack 7. We're talking about a new pack of five unique games that, like I said, guaranteed to bring joy and laughter to your life. Seriously, Jackbox Games has brought me and my friends closer together. We've been playing for years. Our favorite game is Quiplash 3. You and your friends are going to battle it out head-to-head with hilarious answers to quirky prompts. You all can channel your inner artist, too, by drawing characters in the game called champed up also y'all should play one of my favorites devils and the details you and your friends have to work together it's collaborative chaos okay you gotta complete tasks before the time runs out jackbox games they're not only fun but they're made for everyone no matter where you are they are totally accessible it's awesome jackbox games they're on steam for windows and mac they're on xbox one they're on playstation 4 they're on uh the amazon fire tv tv They're on your iPad, your Nintendo Switch, your Apple TV, and they're on your phone. They're on your mobile device or any web-enabled device. (laughs) Really, you can use any web-enabled device as a controller, so it doesn't matter where you are, you can still play with those you love. You can play with people in the same room as you or over the video chat machine. Either way, it's guaranteed fun for everyone. Three-day players are needed, and up to 10,000 people can watch in the audience. You want more information which i highly recommend that you do go to jackboxgames.com to learn more i'm telling you there's so much fun try them out Zach Sang why has releasing a christmas album been a dream for you like a lot of artists may never say that or admit to it i mean maybe mariah carey now but like right. maybe not before
1: yeah well i mean i guess like i mean bringing up mariah carey kind of I feel like it kind of makes sense because you, you look at someone like her, right? Like it's such a, such an amazing artist who's just done so much in her career, like a legend. And I think by putting out a Christmas album, it's kind of like you, like you hope to kind of follow in those footsteps. It's like something that all these great artists have done. So like you, I mean, that's kind of the goal is like, okay. Like I, like I want to put out a Christmas album that makes people feel good and that people can, listen to in 10 years still, and it'll, you know, still feel the same. Um, So it's definitely a challenge, but I think that's, that's for me, like that was the goal going into it. It was just something that sounded really classic.
2: That's the craziest thing. Like you just like touch on something so important is like, you're like refreshing timeless songs that have so much history and so much memory attached to it. It is pretty wild. I mean, and the pressure is kind of on, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it is for sure. <laughs> it is. So I hope I did it justice. I hope w- I did.
2: What made you wanna What made
0: you wanna cover "All I Want for Christmas"?
1: Oh yeah, well that was because that's one of the bonus songs um, on the Target deluxe version, and I I was just kind of. I mean, I, was, I already had the. Um, you know, like the standard version of the album that was already like locked in. So I was just trying to think like what okay, what songs have I not done? What's something that'll give like a different flavor than what I already have. And I feel like All I Want for Christmas, um All I want for Christmas is you is it represents like this generation of like a Christmas song. Like that's probably the first song everyone thinks of when they think of like our time of like growing up, you know, so Cause I mean, for me, I even I grew up listening to like all like super old, you know, really jazzy like Christmas albums. So so I think the Mariah album when it came out in the '90s, it was just so groundbreaking. And I didn't have any like real like representation of that, I guess, on the album yet. And it, I mean, it was it was a lot of pressure doing that song. Like I, part of me is like, what was I thinking? Like why did I do a Mariah Carey song? <laughs> like when I listen back, I'm like, okay. Why did I do that? But I, I did have fun with it. Like, I knew I knew if I was going to do that song, I should, like, really switch it up. So I made it, like, halftime to oh, where wow. it has, like, a little more of a groove. So it's not like the, I don't want it's like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Like, it's more of, like, a, a laid-back feel. So that, you know, li- little, little things like that um, and just, you know, kind of switching it up, switching it up. Um, is what made me feel like comfortable about doing it. And I just love that song. So I love her. I hope I made her proud.
2: (laughs) It is important to make these songs your own, right. And to do whatever you can to, but, but isn't it a balance of like keeping like some parts of the original?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was, I, I feel like Oh Holy Night was a, was like that for me where i i did i wanted to make it my own but i didn't want to go too far like over here to where you didn't like recognize the song anymore um because i mean songs like that too are so classic and people kind of want to sing along to them too they're almost like it's like caroling you know like christmas carols like you want to be able to still have people sing along um because that's kind of the spirit of christmas too It's like everyone joining in. Right. So I, I, it was a balance. It was like, okay, I want to like really sing like myself and even like go off a little bit on some of these songs, like joy to the world and stuff. But then there are other moments, um, you know, Christmas time is here is another one where I, I think I kept pretty, pretty classic and, and, you
2: know, Best version of that song I've ever heard in my opinion.
1: Are you serious?
2: Yeah. 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 Literally in my notes. Yeah. So I good.
1: So good thank you so much
0: was it oh holy night that you just like went off at the end
1: um there is a big note at the end of like a really big like held down
0: <laughs> yeah i was listening to, i rewind i was like whoa whoa Thanks. is that just come easy to you singing like that nope <laughs> <Definitely not.
1: laughs> i was okay so this is hilarious because i i'm in my home studio right like in uh downstairs and it's I mean, like I said, it's like July, August, I'm in LA. So hot. I don't know if y'all remember the heat waves that we had, like I'm literally in, and again too, I, I can't have, I can't have an AC on no. because you can hear it in the mic. So I'm literally, I'll never forget this moment. I'm sitting in my studio and I'm trying to like hit these notes and I'm, I'm singing like songs like Let It Snow and it's like so hot. <laughs> Outside and so that that will be like a really I think a memory that sticks in my brain is just recording this album it was so freaking hot um but yeah to answer your question though I think may, maybe like a good part about it being hot is like I guess sometimes that could be better for your voice because it's like when it's like humid mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. but um but no it, it wasn't easy at all I feel bad like for my Husband, who's here because I'm probably he probably just hears me like yelling down there all day, <laughs> trying to hit these notes. But you- and it's the fun part about recording by yourself though, because you can kind of like, I'm I'm definitely like more of a perfectionist. I just I want it to sound like really good, but I'm just in there alone, so I can be annoying.
2: Which Do you cool. clean things up afterwards before you send it off to whoever needs to hear it next?
1: Um, I'll just make sure that it's like exactly how I want it. So like. I mean, whether that's like taking this chunk from like take two, and then maybe it goes into like take three or something. Like, I'll kind of do my own edit, and then and then send it off to to whoever.
2: But do you plot out vocals for a song, like where you're going to do runs and how you're going to do stuff, or do you do a pass where you kind of just feel it?
1: That's a good question. I think I I probably more often would just do a pass, like, and just see what comes natural, because I'm even just curious for, for myself, like, hmm, what would I do without thinking about it? Um, and then I'll always keep that take, uh, just as, almost like as reference, like, what, what did I do without thinking about it, basically? And there have been times where, like, I'll use a lot of that very first take, because it's just, you know, not overthinking. Sometimes that's when you get, like, the best the best vocals but um but yeah I'll, I'll i'll definitely do like a few passes usually it's like the whole song too and at least to get like the right feel and then maybe i'll go in and like clean up certain parts but yeah
0: you, you keep mentioning that you sang this and it was like a thousand degrees in the summer how do you get yourself in the christmas spirit when it's you're like melting when you walk outside
2: well you just not give and you're like i gotta sell these songs and i'm gonna be christmas in my head
1: yeah i mean it was both like i was i was just laughing inside a lot i just remember, this is gonna be so funny when i start like talking about the album but um but i had i mean i had so much fun like again it was, we were in quarantine so it's not like i could do anything else i felt i felt grateful that i had something to do and like to keep me busy but i did and now that i think about it i think i would i would find myself waiting till it got dark so i would i would do, I would do a lot of like recording when, when it was a little bit darker, so it wasn't as hot. Um, and then because it was dark too, I, I ended up getting like a little like cheap, uh, almost like disco light thing from Amazon. And I, I, I didn't know that it would have like Christmas colors on it, but it did. Like I didn't even get it for Christmas. I just like got it for fun. And then I was playing around with it one day and it was like red and green lights. So I just had that like in my studio. And that's about it.
2: <laughs> hey, it worked.
1: Yeah, that was my one like festive thing.
2: Dan can send you his onesie for your next Christmas album.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Whenever you put out your second one, just let me know. I'll drop this off.
1: For sure. Okay. I'll let you know. Yeah. My second one.
2: <laughs> yeah, your second Christmas album. How many people have two Christmas albums? Oh,
1: that's a good. That would be something cool to look up, actually, because I feel like that's rare. I mean, Mariah for sure has one. But she waited like ten years. I was like, here's another.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, mm-hmm. I assume there was like some originals you didn't get to put on this album or some classics that you wanted to put on here too, right? That you had to cut?
1: Um, yeah. If anything, I think it if anything it would have been like some originals that
2: were How many others do you have?
1: There was a little handful. I mean just a couple. It wasn't like like it wasn't like a usual album where for me, like when I'm just recording a regular album I'll have like a whole bunch of songs that I that I'll just not use or I mean at that point too sometimes you could be like like here world like if any if any other artist like wants them kind of thing so um there were yeah there's really just like a couple I'm I'm only thinking of like a couple that that didn't make the cut but maybe maybe if no one else like things then maybe i'll just like put them out like another year because that's the thing like once you have a christmas album i feel like every year you can just like keep adding to it and like re-releasing it being like merry christmas again i've seen people do that a lot too so that'll be fun
2: now i want to know the originals that didn't make it and like what were you looking for or listening for (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Uh, well I, like, you mean, like, what?
2: I don't know. Did you set expectations for, like, outside of it not being corny? Yeah, yeah. You know, you kind of got to be corny because it's Christmas. I mean, did you have, like, a list of, like, things that you wanted to hit on in these originals?
1: If anything, I was trying to have a nice um, blend of, like, I, I wanted to have, like, the fast songs and the slow songs which is funny because the slow ones i mean i did end up using uh kid again on christmas ended up making the like you know the the target version so that was great but at at first i thought like oh i don't even need any any slow songs because i have all these other slow songs so that was kind of that was the thing too was like it was just it was so hard to pick like which songs would make it on the album but it came down to have like you know how how many fast songs do I have and how many slow songs do I have because I didn't want the whole album to be slow and I I tend to to do more of the like slower songs. So I, I think all that to to say um when I was thinking of originals, I was trying to think of tempo so that I wouldn't end up with like a bunch of ballads, you know?
2: We love these target exclusives. Like what like this know, is very I still, cool.
1: I haven't like I haven't gone to the store yet to get one.
2: Oh, I go to Target once a week, uh, probably more. I, I'll, I'll pick you up a. I'll pick you up your own album.
1: Yeah, I. That's gonna be. That's a feeling I think that that like is has, will never get old. Like I still get giddy thinking about that. Like seeing, I think seeing the album like physically is so crazy to me.
2: I see your face in a store, but also to like yeah, you're right. Like the physical embodiment of the music and the hard work and yeah. the art.
0: <laughs> <the art. laughs> would you ever I think this is gonna just be you're gonna say no it's gonna be dumb would you ever do a song like grandma got run over by a reindeer or does that just like not even cross your mind
2: no oh, we know Dr. Elmo do you need the rights to that we can help you out
1: wait what
2: we know the guy who wrote that song he's my only Christmas connection well I carry Mexican food one time across the restaurant from me but she doesn't count uh, <laughs> I, <her other> <laughs> yeah yeah she's my other one <laughs>
1: How do, what made you think of that? Like, do you want me to sing that? Do you really love that song? Like, are you hoping that I'll sing it?
0: No, I was just seeing what, what songs you, you put on the album. And I was like, well, there's no Frosty the Snowman. There's no Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. But then I thought she wouldn't do that. Like, that just doesn't fit. That's I don't think that's her.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not the first song, but like, you know, when I think of Christmas music, like, maybe, like, maybe I'll do, uh, I don't know, like a more like kid, like silly Christmas album one day.
2: D- don't take this as peer oh, pressure from Dan. <laughs> d- 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 I'm a little bit pressured.
1: I'm like, I'm
2: well, not- yes just, if, just know that when you need Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, come to me. I know Dr. Elmo. Yeah, you'll get it cleared for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I got it. I, I got you.
0: Does, uh, speaking of getting things cleared, does Mariah Carey have to clear it like herself? How do you get that approval to do that song?
1: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I honestly, I'm so bad at knowing those types of things. Like, I, I didn't even. It, I mean, someone cleared it. I guess I don't. I don't know. I didn't think it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a struggle. I guess. So, if it was Mariah, then thank you so much, Mariah. <laughs> oh my god! And
2: if
0: it wasn't Mariah, thanks to whoever did it.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, please, this album is for you. I'm telling you, if you celebrate Christmas, you need to have this album on this holiday season. E- even if you're home alone, I, I hung out h- h- for the last day alone in my house, decorating, listening to the album, and I felt great.
1: Thanks. Yes, that's that's great promo right there. Thank you so much. That was great.
2: <laughs> I-, I think it's it's. What are you about to say, Daniel?
0: Was, I just want I just want to know if you can explain the Elf interlude.
2: Oh, oh, good question.
1: what is there to explain?
0: And what <laughs> like? I mean, I mean, I think there, there's like, where did it come from? How did you say? Oh, I have an idea. Let's put an elf interlude in here.
1: Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so I was, I was actually just messing with you. But <laughs> if people don't know, I, so one of my favorite, not even Christmas movies, but just like favorite movies is Elf, and I just love it so much. And I've always loved the soundtrack too, like just the music in in that movie. Um, so. <laughs> it was kind of so as I'm, I'm like making the album with Babyface, and we're like sending things back and forth and low key like on the side I was kind of working on this acapella thing just like for fun I wasn't even putting pressure on myself of like this is going on the album like I was just kind of experimenting with it and so um and I did it all acapella so I just started listening to the song like over and over again and trying to copy like all the sounds that I heard and also I guess part of me too, when I think of Christmas music, I I actually think of like a cappella music. Like we my dad and I listened a lot um to a group called Take Six who had a Christmas album. They were like all a cappella. You got like Pentatonics who's like killing the Christmas game like every year. Love them. So they, I,
2: I forgot that they're like they've redefined some Christmas music too.
1: Yeah, No, they're they they're so I call them the kings and queens of Christmas. Like, they're so good. And even like uh, Jacob Collier, who I've done stuff with, like, his tone reminds me of Christmas. And like, he does a lot of acapella things. So all that to say, like, I, I had this idea in the back of my head. I was like, what if I did something acapella? So I started working on it on the side. And then I was, I was kind of nervous to show Babyface because, like, I didn't know if he would understand, like, <laughs> I didn't even know if he, like, knew the movie. Like, I just felt really awkward. But I finally, I was like, hey, um, we, were, we were getting ready to do uh, Let It Snow. Like, we were brainstorming about, like, what should the key be? Um, you know, what style should it be in? And then it, we were kind of getting down to the wire. Like, I, I was like, okay, I need to send this or else it's not going to make it on the album so I sent it I was like hey what if we make let it snow like in the same key as this acapella thing that I made and it can maybe they can like be a thing like together and he was like so down and just asked me a few other questions and then like sent back this whole production with the acapella thing in the front um so I feel like that was a really long description of this Elf song, but I get really excited. I'm glad you asked about it because <laughs> it's just one of those moments on the album where it feels like, it just feels like so me. Like the whole album feels like me, but I, I mean, it's cappella, so I, I feel like I handcrafted that little part and it's just like a little piece of something that is really personal to me because I love that movie
2: how good does it feel to send something like that off to somebody like babyface and not only get appreciation but like to like have him like creatively add to it in a, in yeah. in a great way
1: yeah for real like he he made it so seamless to where like the the acapella thing ends and then like the drum fill thing happens and it goes right into it so and he was so gracious to even hop on that song like he didn't have to do that either but we have like an actual duet which is
0: crazy
2: Let it snow. A Tori Kelly Christmas is here for you to enjoy this holiday season. Yes, Daniel.
0: I just wanted to ask about the EP you released in the summer. This I just wanted to ask about the EP you released in the summer. I just I just was surprised you covered Drake. You were? Yeah, I just didn't expect to see a Drake cover on the EP. What made you want to cover Time Flies?
1: I just love that Zach was like, "Yes, Daniel." Like he can tell that you have a question.
0: Well, I had a couple questions. I did want to bring up because, like, yeah. Elf is obviously one of the greatest movies—not just Chris's movie. It's just one yeah. of the greatest movies. No, no, no.
2: And it is a great movie, but you got to preface by saying, "Hi, Tori. I like Elf, but I've only seen two other movies in my entire life: Elf and Dude, Where's My Car?" So your movie classics. knowledge is limited, Daniel.
1: Those two. That's it.
2: That's it. Saw The
0: Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. Great film. Yeah, but you know what? Classics, right? Oh, In right. Elf, one of the best scenes is when is when uh, Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell are singing together. Yeah. But that song was hashtag canceled. So.
1: I yes. I yeah, know. we don't need
0: to talk about that. Um, <laughs> the Drake cover. What made you want to cover Time Flies?
1: Um, Time Flies. Yes. Time
0: Flies. Sorry.
1: Wait, what did you call it?
0: I think I reversed. I. It doesn't matter. What no. made you want to cover Time Flies?
1: <laughs> Flying time. Um. <laughs> Time flies. So, okay, so I knew the EP. Wow, I have to like go into EP land because I feel like it's been literally 10 years since I've put that EP out and it's- Has
2: actually. It.
1: Um, yeah, so the, the EP was so fun because I did, again, I did all of it in my studio and I just worked with different producers like remotely. Um, but I knew that I wanted to throw a cover on there because it just felt, this EP kind of felt like going back to like my EP my EP days, like I, I put two EPs out before I even put out my first album. And both of those EPs I did like all by myself, really like handcrafted, just felt like, um, you know, I produced them and everything. So and at that time when I was putting out those EPs, I, I was doing a lot of YouTube covers. So it just felt like with, you know, being in quarantine, being stuck at home, I was just getting this deja vu. I was like, this feels like when I was literally just starting out in my room, like all day making music, doing YouTube videos. So I was just thinking like, what a cool way to kind of, you know, pay tribute or or give a little nod to the early days of my career, um, then, you know, to do a cover. So I started looking up different songs. At first I was gonna do more of like a throwback song And then I was like, nah, like, what if I did? Because then I was thinking of like the Thinking About You video where when I put that out, that song was like really new. So I was like, what if I kind of do something like that where it's like a little bit of a newer song, maybe by like a rapper or something. So I'm just brainstorming and then, uh, you know, came across Drake's album and that song just stood out to me. I remember hearing it and then trying to copy like the chords and it just sounded really cool to me on acoustic. So I just like, you know. Recorded it, and
0: that was it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a cover at first, because when you put the EP out, I just had no idea. But then I heard you say, yeah, I'm outside in an AMG. And I'm like, I don't think that's a Tori Kelly lyric. I should
1: say that. (laughs) Maybe I would. Maybe there's sides to me, you know, that I haven't discovered yet.
2: (laughs)
0: Layers. Layers,
2: yeah. Do you have any other questions on that EP? I mean, by the way, I think it's very cool that you you wanted to – go back to where it all started and not because you you didn't want to. I mean, you were forced to and you felt inspired to create during that. And dude, it's cool. It's as somebody else who started creating from my bedroom, it's, it's different. It's different creating from the house than it is creating from an actual studio. And, but it's weird. It's very, very, very weird. Do you like it more? Do you, I mean, is there anything that you've done over the last six months, eight months that you feel like you're gonna take with you once this is all over creatively and like workflow wise?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. I think um I th- honestly, like when I was doing well, recording from home for sure. I think I kind of gained like my confidence back a little bit with that of just like reminding myself, like, hey, you can do this on your own too. Like working with other people is amazing and I love collaborating. But I think being in my studio it was a cool time for me to you know remember that kind of remember how I started and and gain uh, just some a little more, like reassurance i guess and, totally. internally um, but then also on on top of that i think like connecting with people online again like i think i took it for granted a little bit like i i love my fans so much but i think i just i've I wasn't uh, as active, I think, as I as I could have been, and so when quarantine happened, and I did like the live streams, like in Instagram Live and stuff, and having you know special guests on, and
2: it was so good. I loved watching them.
1: Thanks. It was it was so fun. I think I I want to take that with me for sure. Just like that that real like connection with fans, and just even just like going online more and just saying, Hey, or like, um, I think, I think another side to that too, is how, how easy it was like to hit up other artists. Like, I, I don't know if this is just me. Well, it's not just me. Cause I, I did get to talk about this even with like, I had Jessie J on and she brought up such a good point. She was like, she was like, look how easy it is for us to just like connect and like sing together. And I was like, you're so right. Like we always, I think artists like we forget that we're all kind of in this together, and we put up like these weird walls where we're like, "Oh, I'm not gonna reach out, like I'm busy or something," like, or they're like, you know, they're you know, way they're like up here on this level, like I'm not gonna say anything. So, I think by doing the the these insta lives, like it it reminded me, um, it it was just cool to see like artists come together and how easy it was. I mean, granted, like we were all at home, so we were all like not busy at all, but. <laughs> um you know people's schedules are a little more free but it was it was just cool to be like hey like hey jojo like you want to hop on like hey alessia like just people that i've, I've always like really respected and and really love their their talent um and they're just dope people it was cool to just like connect with them
2: dude community connection yeah. and a christmas album a tori kelly christmas please consume it are you gonna listen to your own christmas oh. album on christmas day
1: okay oh am i going to i don't know yet i feel like that's weird kind of but like i might i don't know
2: okay let me know i
1: I listened to it when it came out because i had like forgotten about it low-key because you i mean you do these songs like we were talking about like so early in advance like you Mm -hmm. have to do them in you know the summertime so i i i wanted like a palate cleanse and i just i didn't listen to it at all and then when it came out i was like oh yeah i made a christmas album so cool so maybe maybe i'll do that again when it's
2: christmas The tori kelly christmas there's a link in the description below please listen share it with your family it is a timeless album that is guaranteed to bring you joy for many years to come i uh wish you and andre and your pups a very merry christmas and a happy new year
1: you too so great talking with you guys always
2: i hope to see you in 2021 in the studio at i mean i haven't seen you at a concert in forever we were going on a streak where i ran into a lot
1: literally like yeah every every concert i went to I'd be like hey zach what's up <laughs> like, every time
2: you joy it made me very happy so hopefully oh. when it's back uh yes I i'm down to put any vaccine in my arm yeah <laughs> right. Hit straight in the vein um sending you love and uh christmas joy
1: thank you so much
2: Love this. Bye. This podcast
1: is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.